We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ron Coomer, Chicago Cubs radio analyst. Unbelievable. 1999 American League All-Star. You might expect Wells to mix his pattern up. I mean, Coomer has owned David Wells. This might work out. The Coom Dog, every week with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Ron Coomer is one of God's great men, and we are delighted to welcome him to the Signature Bank Score Hotline, Signature Bank, making commercial banking personal. Good morning, Ron. How are you, sir? Good morning, boys. How are you guys doing? Doing well. You know, we're we're a little sad today, obviously, uh, because we've lost Lynn Bramer, and I know uh, you were tight with him and, uh, and share a lot of the great qualities that Lynn had, right? Uh, we we think of Lynn and we think of uh, of how people were drawn to him and how kind he was to people and uh, just a wonderful guy. Great Cubs fan. Oh, geez, that thing that first comes to mind is his. You know, we grew up listening to him, right? I mean, I was a rock and roll fan, so XRT in the mornings and you know all that. But once you get to know him, you know the the Cubs connection was pretty incredible and to the point where um, when we won the World Series and we had the parade, um, he was on the bus, the, the bus with Dad Usenon and the broadcast teams, him and Kathy. So we just had, you know, it was just one of those things. So I, you know, we have been friends a long time and um, very sad, um, but, you know, he just, he brought some, Everywhere he went, the room got happier, right? I mean, that to me, <clears throat> excuse me, that to me is the one thing that um, was incredible. And when you were at a rock concert or a show of that kind with him, you knew when someone was in their element, that was his element. <laughs> I Theo's Theo's charity concert at uh, Metro across the street from the ballpark yeah. one year, right before COVID. And, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll see it because I love, you know, music and it's going to be fun. 
And then, but I was a little apprehensive and not quite knowing exactly what, you know, third base guy's role is going to be in this thing, you know. And we walked on stage, and I was like, man, I, I'm good. Just <laughs> let him talk, and you just follow in, and you just a few jokes here and there, and we were just good to go. And he was just incredible. And you talked about a fun night. I couldn't have had a better time um, that night at the Metro with Lynn. So um, he'll be really missed. And, Coop, people don't realize, and maybe the Cub fans who listen to you regularly know this, but the, your rock and roll background and your radio and rock and roll background and how that maybe uh, did it help you connect with Lynn a little bit. And do you guys have some good conversations that went beyond as much as he wanted to know uh, about the Cubs from you? Were you picking his brain about uh, and you had that in common with the rock and roll uh, affection? Yeah, I've heard a thousand baseball stories, David, as you know, Mikey. I didn't care anything about baseball stories. We heard them. I wanted to hear his interviews with Mick Jagger and the Stones and and Springsteen and you know and all these bands that had come through XRT and and I'm you know he just had me at the edge of my seat and I would always and he'd give me that look like you're asking me again, Coom, and I'm like yeah I am sorry this is the way it goes <laughs> I'm that guy today yep and he would you know he would tell stories about you know interviews and going on stage with bands and it was just you know it was just phenomenal and um, and then you know as a Chicagoan that I am. Pizza Fridays. I mean, seriously, could it be any better, right? Every Friday he had pizza during the right. show. I'm like, you know, I, I've been known to have a pizza or two once in a while. So, you know, we got a lot of connections, and uh, he will really, really be missed. I, I got to tell you, um, I got a, a bunch of calls from friends of mine that met Lynn through me, and and they were saying that there's like a whole generation of South Side guys that learned about a different form of music from Lynn that had favorite right. songs because Lynn exposed them to it. it. It's kind of extraordinary when you think about the reach that, that he had in terms of like turning different people on to, to music that was just became, you know, their escape that where you go when you're trying to, you know, contemplate yeah. life, whatever. Well, my business partner, Jim Mandrello, who's a business partner in Coop's Corner, he is the biggest Lynn Bramer fan. He, you know, they would run into each other at a show or some kind of concert, and he would always go up to Lynn and they would talk music because Jimmy's a huge music guy. And the same thing with my attorney. We, we all grew up together, the same thing. Mike and Ed, South Side of Chicago, listening to Lynn, listening to XRT, and, and Jeff was the same way, you know, and Jeff's musical interests, my, one, my attorney buddy, who, you know, we were kids together, um, was a little different than mine, but you know, Lynn kind of he 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 brought that gap a little closer and closer because just because of him and listening to him on the radio. So you're, I have that same same feel and same same thoughts about about him growing up and in my buddies, you know, and our musical tastes and it came from him. There's no doubt. Opening day just won't be the same, right? I mean, with everybody's best friend no. in the whole world, that's going to be a little yeah. bit different, Coom, and yet. Everyone, Lynn would be as optimistic as anybody going into opening day. This year, Coom, coming off the convention, you did a terrific job of handling one panel after another, mingling with the fans. <clears throat> did you have anything, any vibe that was the biggest takeaway from the convention? Obviously, there's a lot of enthusiasm, but when you look at the Cubs, they backed up the big talk. They spent over $300 million this offseason in investments. They brought in more new players than any team where is your level of excitement as we're sitting here about three weeks away from uh, spring training? 
Uh, very, very um, excited, David. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The one thing I'll say, one last thing about Lynn, opening day, we would always do the show at Yahtzee's together, and I would go there for a quick segment um, on opening day. So that's going to be a, a different one this year to go there and, and not have him there. But with that being said, um, the thing that stood out to me is we're, we're sitting, Pat and I were sitting on the stage um, after the Hall of Famer got in, um, brought up on stage and I followed in the way, you know, um, we're very, we're very much a big league team with big league people. Right. And I don't mean to say anything negative about the team last year, but they were very young, very inexperienced for the most part. Um, where this year, when you start looking at the roster of Cubs, you know, David talked about the gold gloves and the hardware that's going to be around the infield and in the middle of the outfield. There's a lot of big league players there that, you know, we'll see how that all meshes together, right? Um, that's all got to mesh together on the field. But you, you've got some a good mix now of some young guys that are trying to make their way in the league and some really quality veteran big league players and people that can help with that process for some of these young kids. Um, I, I think it's a very good mix. I've heard nothing but great things about the people that we have brought in, and I'm not talking about their abilities on the field, talking about how they're going to mix in and, and be good teammates and really be able to, to help with the step forward. So I, I guess it was Bob Nightingale came out with a story that, uh, that the Sox don't have a second baseman and that the Cubs have a guy that doesn't seem to fit what they're doing and Nick Madrigal, and maybe there could be a trade made, you know, that, that would help both sides of town. Um, I know you talked before about Madrigal maybe being a nine-hole DH, and I know I've read, and I know that was well before they signed some of these guys, and I know I read that he's been working at third base a little bit. Um, I'm just curious with Hosmer and Trey Mancini kind of splitting time at first, the DH thing is probably done. Um, do, do you see him getting time at third base? What would that look like? It's it, to me that's a that would be a very much a work in progress, right? That is a put him out there if that's the case and see if he can handle that position. It's a very different position um, than second base. The way the ball comes off the bat, um, the depths in in going and attacking the ball as opposed to laying back um, on the baseball. Um, there's a lot to playing third base. And then the other part that probably stands out the most, because he, he can do, he figure that part out eventually. But the, the throw, right? Throwing the baseball from third base um, after you've been a second baseman a long time, and you know Nick's not the biggest guy and doesn't have the best arm in the world. He's you know maybe uh, just a touch below average thrower in Major League Baseball, so that would be an issue. Um, I will say this, though, about him. I, I got a chance to talk to him during the convention, and uh, he's very excited because he's healthy. You know, So, you know, with that being said, his biggest attribute in a big league team is, is, is when he puts the bat in his hand, right, Mike? And you saw that yeah. on the south side right. when he was playing with the White Sox, you know, hitting 300. And if his legs are healthy, he can be a real productive hitter. When his legs aren't healthy, he doesn't have a good foundation underneath him, and he gets a lot of the rollover ground balls and, and a lot of the 
you know, weaker ground balls and, and pop-ups. I've seen them both ways. And as a big league hitter, you realize if you're not a big, strong guy, if you don't have your legs underneath you, you just, you're not going to be a productive hitter. And I think he's at least now healthy. Um, so that would be a real positive for his game that he's going to be able to hit. Coom, your point about the character guys the Cubs have brought in is a good one because you look at from Tyone to Barnhart to Dancy Swanson and Eric Hosmer, absolutely those are guys with good pedigrees. And then you add Trey Mancini to the mix. He wasn't at the convention, but they announced it on that Saturday. How do you see him fitting in in what role because he's got a variety of positions that he could play? Well, it, it, it's very beneficial for the Cubs. And the other thing, too, you got to remember with um, – the two left-handed first basemen and then Mancini being right-handed. However, that platoon thing could work out is going to be positive for the Cubs. The other thing too, that I look at it. And when you get start getting into the matchup thing, um, where does the center fielder match up? If you're facing a good lefty, right? To me, that's not a good matchup at all. He's had his struggles already um, as a hitter the last few years. So you get a good lefty on the mound. Uh, Mancini, you know, maybe you move for a day half to center, Suzuki to center, something like that, and Mancini goes in to the corner outfield spot somewhere um, in that in that role. So I, I think it really helps David um, when the matchup with a, a good, solid left-handed pitcher is out on the mound. It gives him options, and good options where guys have had success doing it. Yeah, you know, I, I... – I think what's interesting to me is you look at the Cubs and you look at all the, the the outfielders that are coming up, right? Their top three prospects are outfielders. And you, and you start thinking about, you know, how is this going to work long-term? And I keep wondering if Ian Happ is going to get a contract extension and, and maybe not be just because there are other options. Now, you know, Matt Mervis might've been an option at first base, but now it seems like it would make more sense to leave him in the minor league if you got two guys covering that position. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just going to be interesting to see how quickly these guys come up. Here's, here's what I say about that, Mike. And, and I, I believe that those things in baseball work themselves out, right? If, if let's say Mervis comes in and he's just tearing the cover off the ball and he gets right into where he left off last year and he's just raking and, well, guess what? He's going to play. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, if a kid comes in and he, nobody had any plans on Christopher Morrell being a guy that was going to play regularly for the Cubs in the second half, but he came in and he swung the bat. And next thing you know, you're out there and you're going to get a chance. So those things I believe, and I was listening to you guys about the White Sox mm. uh, before I came on. I believe that those things end up working themselves out one way or another. Some for the good, some not for the good, right? Some guys, they, they, yep. you know, they, our game is a tough game, man. And it's, 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 it's can be tough on you. And you got to hit at 705. You can't hit at 530. 530 is great for the fans, but it's not much for the win-loss column. You got to hit at 705. That's the bottom line. <laughs> so, Coom, we talked to Pete Crow Armstrong on Saturday inside the clubhouse. And so here is this. 20-year-old prospect for the Cubs, full of confidence, great personality and charisma. And he 
revealed, even though he admitted he probably shouldn't have said this, he's going to be invited to the for, uh, spring training. He's going to be one of the 40 on the 40-man roster. He's invited to spring training, the major league camp, and he doesn't have any expectation of making the team, but he'll be there. What value is that when a guy like that is invited to the big league camp? How does that go over, and, and what can he gain from it? I think it's a great idea, first of all. I think what you want to have guys, you want guys to see, feel, taste, look around it, and experience what the big leagues are like. In particular, when you got a kid that's the prospect level of him. I've watched him play, uh, especially in the outfield, and he can flat out go get him in the outfield, and that is a skill right now that is really needed for the Chicago Cubs. Um, and they tried to fix that also with a veteran, right? I, obviously. So um, I'm a big fan of bringing up your top prospects in spring training and giving them a chance and playing them a lot early in camp. When the games start, get them out there playing the games and get them in front of the crowds and get them, get them acclimated to what big league life is, is, is like, and then what is expected of them? Because when you get to the big leagues, the work and the things that go into playing the game are different than any, every other level because everybody in the big leagues that's there that's been there a long time are really good. You can't just roll your glove out there and think, eh, I'm, I'm just better than everybody. There's very few players like that. So I, I think it's very good for a guy like, like Armstrong to get to the big leagues, get to camp, be around some people, and, and just watch what happens and see how see what the big leagues looks like. You're a, you're a Patrick Wisdom guy, right, Coom? I mean, he's he's a guy that you like. Um, I, you know, I look at the Cubs, and everyone's talking about how great their defense is going to be, but where's the power coming from? That seems to be one of the questions. There are, you know, different guys. It's different now. They got uh, maybe Mancini can be a guy who provides power for them. Uh, where is the power coming from? It's a good question, to me, you know, wisdom is definitely, you know, he's, he's been the power guy for the last few years. Uh, Patrick is an excellent third baseman. And the obvious issue that he has, and he knows it, is the contact, right? He's got to make more contact to stay in the lineup. But he's, he's a power source. I, I don't look at the Cubs as being the big bopper team. They're just not going to be. That's just the way it is. So you're going to have to do other things to manufacture runs. Right, and it's it's not going to look like, you know, the three run homer twice in a game and we win six to three. That's just not going to be the case night after night. That's just not. So, um, playing good defense and doing some of these things. Now, the one thing that Wrigley Field does bring in, especially once the summer rolls around, is it's a very good hitters park, and it takes um, some guys that are maybe just very average power guys, and it does boost your power numbers some. So that does help. But, you know, the other thing you got to remember about Wrigley Field is it's probably the worst place to hit for power for the first couple months of the season. So, you know, that'll play into the Cubs' hand because the, the smaller ball of running and, you know, spraying the ball around the field will come into play, and that'll benefit them with the team that they have. Coom, thanks so much for your time and your memories, Lynn, especially. Great stuff today. Yeah. Yeah, boys, really great job today covering. And same thing with the guys and girls in XRT. I was oh, listening yeah. last night a little bit. And, um, yeah, thanks a lot.
Thank you, buddy. That is Ron Coomer. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.